0: Welcome to the Frisco podcast. I'm your host, Scott Ellis. And today we are going out live for the first time. So hopefully, this is uh, you guys are all tuning in. If not, you'll be watching this and listening to it a little bit later. Our guest today is Dana DeVance co-founder of DeVance Electronic Lifestyle. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Good morning.
0: I am so excited to have you here because what you guys do is something near and dear to my heart, but I have zero expertise in it. So I've got a million questions and we're going to talk all about the stuff that you guys do. Awesome. So DeVance, I've always thought of you guys in terms of home theater, but you do so much more than that as well. Why don't you give us the rundown of who Devance is and what you guys do?
1: Thank you. Uh, Well, Devance is our last name. So I think it's important to state for the record that the reason we put our name on our company is because we stand behind our products, our services, and our people, and also our clients. Um, I especially am internally one of the biggest advocates for our clients. Um, But to answer your question, what we do specifically is home automation, audio, video, basically all things electronic integration. So. Um The name Devance Electronic Lifestyle is uh, something that we sort of formulated after we've been doing business for a few years, and the reason that we call ourselves Electronic Lifestyle is because it starts a conversation and people say, what is this electronic lifestyle you speak of, Um, and then that's where we can discuss what does it mean for you, what does electronic lifestyle mean for you, because it's something different for everyone. We're so connected by our devices that um, why shouldn't we be connected in our homes you know and so if that means you want to turn on and off your lights or change your volume on your music or um, look at your cameras see who's you know around your property what's going on in your property while you're out of town or or whatever the case may be it's all of those things uh, and so much more so it really is a, a unique thing personal to every person and we do the automation of whatever the families want in their homes And we also do corporate as well, corporate and commercial.
0: Okay, so you guys are going to work in businesses and in people's homes. Absolutely. Um, Obviously, home theater is a part of that, but it's also Mm -hmm. home automation. Yes. Anything else, or does it all kind of fall under those couple of things?
1: It it falls in those categories. Um, You know, security is a big thing. Um, Automated shades is a big thing. Lighting control. Um, Of course, it all in my mind, it all stems from a passion of loving music you know but uh, there's a lot of people out there who are movie buffs and that's really what drives them and so for them a home automation system is mostly around their home theater or you know their their family room system entertainment system um, but for me it's all started with music and then it kinda of progressed from there and and my husband's always been the technological smart <laughs> guy and um, and so he he's designed I can't even tell you how many different systems for so many people using all kinds of different products and just integrated their lifestyles.
0: What kind of music do you like? (sighs) If I were to come over to your home, what would I hear playing on your system?
1: You're gonna hear anything from Chopin classical music to Rage Against the Machine to Tool to uh, Sade, Thievery Corporation. I mean we love music. We listen to all different kinds of genres. I know I'm in Texas and it's probably blasphemous to say this, but I don't listen to country music. I never have and never will. Um, It's okay. I don't either. But there's a huge market there for, you know, here in Texas for that. So, yeah. Okay.
0: Very good. And when did you guys start the business? How did that get up and going?
1: Yeah. Um, My husband has been doing this industry since the early nineties. I want to say since like 93, um, which. you know, if, for, for those of you who know electronics nowadays, you know that there really wasn't much in the automation world in that time. Um, so things have evolved quite a bit since then. Um, but no, it's, uh, we started officially in 2002. Um, we started our company out of a spare bedroom in our home. <laughs> and um, my husband pretty much ran that like a, one biz- a one-man show. He did have an, a technician, a very talented technician, that worked with him in our home. Um, the two of them went out to projects. They installed and programmed everything together. Um, and, and that was kind of it for a little while, and then it was time to grow. And uh, I joined him in 2007 and started helping him grow this company. And now we have uh, 12 employees, and um, we run out three different crews every day. And uh, we're we're busier than we want to know what to do with our heads are spinning. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs>
0: That's a good problem to have. Yeah. And so a lot of the people that listen to the podcast and that we have on are business owners like yourselves. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll talk more about the things that you do for your customers. But just for a moment, let's talk about the business and how you grew the business because mm-hmm. growth always comes with challenges. What were some of the things that you guys ran into when you said it was time to grow? yes and you have to figure that out and I've run into this before with different businesses as well how did mm-hmm. you expand the business and, and help it to grow without getting too far ahead of yourselves or you sure. know, being held back by the things that you know needed to be overcome
1: mm-hmm absolutely no it, it was one of those things where there's only so much any one person can do we're all given the same 24 hours in a day we're all given the same seven-day work week and um, what can you do with your time you know there's only so much we're humanly capable of and um, i was watching my husband try to be all of those things that a business needs mm-hmm. try to be the salesperson um, try to be the person that pays the bills try to be the person that pays the taxes try to be the person that sends out the bills to the clients um, try to be the person that follows up with the clients you know and i saw him wearing all these hats and i thought you know I could come in and and help for a minute in these certain areas, and then I'll very quickly find out I am not the right person to do those things either. Let's find a smarter person, let's find a more energetic person, let's find someone with more skills in this area or that and bring them in to do these certain things. And so in 2007 when I joined Matt and started helping him grow this company, the first thing I realized was I'm not an accounting person we need an accounting person so um, I hired an accounting person at that time and she was our first employee and uh, started helping us get some things in the books so to speak um, getting us caught up to where we had been all those previous years and um, and then give us you know something to start with and go forward and um, we started hiring more technicians and mostly we hired technicians from there and uh, systems designers you know technical people um, but we realized we really needed a customer service person and actually that that was going to be kind of the glue of our company, is customer service and um, and to this day i really think that's what sets us apart and so we wanted to have a customer service person that would basically be a client advocate as i was mentioning earlier have a client advocacy standpoint but also be able to work with our techs and send them out to their projects organize the schedule make sure that they're out with strict work orders that say these are the things you're taking care of today in this client's home and these are the expectations and just making sure that we're very communicative both internally with our techs um, with the management with the ownership and um, and then also with our clients so that everybody knows what's going to happen and we can not only meet but exceed expectations as long as those communications are in place so it was real important to grow with the right people and um, and we very shortly thereafter um, moved into an office space for the first time and and um, after being there for a couple of years we realized you know people want to see stuff they want to hear stuff they want to come in and be able to compare speakers and and see the different TVs that you know what's the latest you know for a while there it was 1080p and then it's 4k and now it's coming up on 8k I mean there's just so many things happening in the industry as it evolves and technology grows and changes and improves Um, and so over the years we have just sort of circled through building a really strong internal staff and having what I call like an external staff you know your your techs that go out in the field and implement the jobs that we sell and um, making sure our clients expectations are met because it's a these are people's homes for the most part that we're working in or you know someone's place of business and regardless of where we are our stuff has to work you know and although we're not the manufacturer we're the integrator and so we want to make sure stuff that we sells is working so yeah, so over the years we've just grown with uh, a lot of really good people coming in place.
0: And sixteen years in business now, is that? Did I do the math years, right? You did. Well, congratulations, yes, that's a good you. long run. So thank you. many more of those uh, years continued success. Yes, thank you. So let's talk in a little bit more in depth now about some of the things that you guys have in the studio that people could come or in the the shop, I should say, or mm-hmm. the. the how do you refer to yeah, it? Because it's a yeah. little bit of both.
1: It's all of these things. Um, it's a showroom.
0: Showroom. So Thank we you.
1: have our showroom, um, but we also have our, our office space there. Uh, we also have our warehouse there. I mean, we. Um, it's basically where Devance lives. Um, although in, when we were building it out, we did not build in showers because we knew if we did, we would really never leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had to actually make sure we had a reason to go home. So our dogs are at home and if we want to get to our closets and our showers, we go home. That's smart. That's <laughs> smart. Yeah. It'd be just tempting to
0: stay there all the time. Yeah. So we've been in before into the showroom and it is a beautiful space. You guys have some really amazing things to see in there. Thank you. And for me, one of the highlights was, and I think these were fairly new when I came in. They were still being set up was this new pair of martin logan speakers in one of the theater rooms and just for anybody out there if you've never heard martin logan's and you're in the market for a pair of high-end speakers Mm -hmm. these things are hard to beat they're amazing Mm -hmm. they're beautiful and and the sound is truly unlike anything you've ever heard Uh, in in my opinion yeah those things Mm -hmm. are incredible so um you guys have that kind of equipment there and Mm -hmm. macintosh amps and all this fun stuff Mm -hmm. for anybody that's like really into that um, what other new things? What, what else is coming out? What's new for you guys? What other things could people come in and look forward to uh, seeing if they stop by the showroom?
1: Yeah, well, we're really excited. We are um, in the process of becoming the only displaying dealer for Bang & Olufsen, which a lot of people know out there as B&O. Um, we will be the only displaying dealer in really the whole South Central region. That includes all of Texas, um, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana. There's a couple of different states that surround Texas that also don't have any displaying dealers for B and O. And it's a beautiful product line, very high end, um, kind of has a cult following, you mm-hmm. know, I say that in an endearing way, very similar to Macintosh, which you just mentioned. Um, Not the computer, by the way, for anybody that doesn't know that. No, Macintosh (laughs) is a wonderful brand. They've been around since the 40s, I believe, the 1940s or the 1950s, Um, all handmade right here in the USA, in Binghamton, New York, of all places, and um, that's a company that is really admirable to see their growth. and. Uh, and there are people that have worked in their factories for thirty plus years. I wow. mean, you know they treat their people right if they can have people with that kind of longevity of career working for them. Um, and, and then Martin Logan also, you know, the speakers you're speaking of are the Neoliths, which for any of our listeners out there, um I think they're seven and a half feet tall and probably close to three feet wide, and they're just huge beautiful red, I call it Ferrari red, although there it is, is a, kind of, yeah. a real name for that color, but um, beautiful speakers, gigantic larger-than-life speakers, but they really bring the experience home. And so we're really pleased to have been displaying those in our theater for a little while now. And uh, interestingly enough, the Martin Logan rep actually came and helped us sort of calibrate our room when we first got him installed, and he said it was one of the best rooms he'd heard ever around the country anywhere in his whole experience and being a rep for Martin Logan so that was huge huge points for us there
0: how did you guys create that room because I remember seeing it and it looks amazing mm-hmm. um, but there are some acoustically I don't even know what the right words are but yeah. it's, it's a very acoustically sound room in that it it's designed to create that kind of an experience
1: it is can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about
0: what went into that and
1: sure it's it's a it's a pretty in-depth Process um, to get to that point, but basically we took the shell of the room, and um, and knowing where we wanted our audience to be within that space basically created a bunch of sweet spots. Um, I am not the technical person to be able to describe, you know, all the different processes that we went through to do that, but there are several different types of. Um, acoustics in a room. There's absorption, diffusion, reflection. Um, We're using all of those methods to make sure that this room sounds incredible and that it actually immerses the viewer, uh, the audience, into whatever you're watching. Movie, sports, whatever. Um, Obviously it's a theater so we have a a huge screen. I think we have a 135-inch screen. And then the the speaker system, actually, uh, for those of you who are familiar with the technology of surround sound, it's now evolved to be Atmos sound, which uh, in this particular case is an 11.2 system, which means there are three speakers in the front. There's the center channel in the middle, and then the two uh, right and left tower speakers in this case. And then there are two speakers in the side walls, an additional two speaker in the back walls and then four in-ceiling speakers. And so there's your 11 total speakers and then we have two big old subwoofers in the back and my husband keeps saying, "Oh, we really need four subwoofers in this room." <laughs> so I I think there's uh two more subwoofers coming in at some point in the near future, but
0: <laughs> I think it can already rattle your teeth, but
1: it can it can rattle your teeth, good. it can make your heart skip a beat or add a beat, you know, depending on what you're what you're watching, but it's really incredible um we've got a demonstration clip that is just an audio clip you might have heard this when you came into our showroom um but it's it's an audio clip of a 747 uh, as in an airplane i don't think i did get to hear this and so you can sit in any any seat in the theater and my husband will turn on this clip and there's no there's no video associated with it so you can have your eyes open or closed or whatever but no matter whether your eyes are open or closed, every single person who sat through this demonstration feels like they literally just had a seven forty seven fly immediately above their head. I mean, it and it it rattles your whole being. It's incredible.
0: I need to come experience that. Yeah, I don't you think do. I got to try that, so we'll definitely have to come in. Yeah. Um. On that. On that note, when you're calibrating a room, and I know every room's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Are there other clips, video, audio, things that it may be a clip from a certain movie that you guys like to use mm-hmm. that kind of really helps uh, just dial it in and, and sort of show off what that that room is capable of?
1: Sure. I think my techs all have their own favorites of what they like to use to calibrate. Um, myself, what I like to demonstrate for our clients is a clip that has all kinds of different ranges of audio so i really like it when you can start off a clip that has some dialogue and it's just like two people having a conversation so the volume levels are relatively low and then something exciting happens you know whether there's an explosion or um you know whatever the case may be and so there is one scene that we actually use from the avengers um fun i think the scene is called um something about loki uh loki has a conversation with iron man or something like that and it starts off very quiet where um the demigod loki and iron man are having a discussion and the iron man is putting on his little bracelet. exactly and, the scene you're talking about yeah and then you know loki kind of threatens him a little bit and then ends up throwing him out the window and you know, um, Jarvis, is his name yeah, Jarvis? Jarvis. Jarvis. Uh, sends the Iron Man suit to come and save him. And, I mean, it's just the sounds that you hear in that scene are really good, you know, because you can hear the actors breathing in certain instances. Wow. You can hear very light footsteps. Um, what you don't hear is buzzing. Um, you don't hear interference from the room that you're in. What you hear is really basically everything that was meant to be heard. And so that's what I love. Um, There are are certain clips in like Transformers movies Mm -hmm. where you can hear all kinds of explosions and you can hear, you know, things hitting the ground. And um, when the robots are actually changing their shape, when they're morphing into their, you know, alternate personality or whatever, and you can hear all those little crackles and sort of electronic shifting movements and things like that it's really cool to hear stuff like that
0: yeah the sound design in those movies is pretty incredible so yeah it's good to know yeah good to know okay so uh, the uh, acoustics in the room i want to jump back to that just for a sure. minute is something that you guys have built into your showroom mm-hmm. in the theater in the showroom is that also something that if i wanted my home to be dialed in like mm-hmm. that that you guys could also bring all of that to uh absolutely
1: absolutely what we did in our showroom is totally custom and so it's all done via woodworking and um, hiding things behind acoustically transparent fabric so all that can be duplicated in someone's home um, or a corporate space for that matter a commercial building Um, it can also be be done very nicely with acoustic panels you know in the studio that we're in there are several acoustic panels on the wall here um, that would i'm sure help with absorption and and reflections and things like that. There are are, uh, modular panels that you can introduce into a home theater environment as well. And there's all kinds of really beautiful options.
0: Yeah, it can look amazing as well. It doesn't just sound amazing, but it also looks beautiful and creates a really interesting, unique kind of uh, environment to enjoy your films in.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: All right, so let's move over now to the home automation piece of this because I know it's home automation, it's security, it's a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of other things. But, uh, you know, when I hear home automation... You know, I think about things like turning my lights on and off Mm -hmm. and locking my doors and Mm -hmm. things of that nature, but I'm sure you guys have seen everything under the sun. So what are some of the types of things beyond just, you know, turning my lights up and down that you guys can help somebody do in their home if they want to be able to control it electronically? And I'm assuming that they can do this, at least some of this, at home, but also when you're not at home,
1: right? Absolutely. Yeah, all those things. Um, You know, and it really kind of depends on what each person individually wants. Um, but yeah lighting control is a big aspect of it you know nowadays when people especially when people are building homes their thoughts are i'm gonna have light fixtures in this home that i want to be on a programmable scene or an automated scene you know um, it makes sense that you think okay when i wake up in the morning what's my behavior towards turning on and off my lights um, you know the first thing you might do is turn on a, a light that's a little bit dimmer because you've been sleeping and presumably it's dark outside when you're waking up at 5:30 or 6 in the morning or whatever once again to each his own everybody's gonna be different um, but you might think hey I just want a very you know a, a nice soft light that's gonna light my path from my bed to my bathroom or maybe from my bedroom down the hallway to the kitchen because I'm gonna grab a cup of coffee first or you know whatever your lifestyle may be and um, and so if you have a set time that you wanna wake up and you wanna have this all programmed to you know come on at 545 or 602 or whatever you know all that can be done uh, programmed personally to custom fit any lifestyle um, but lighting control is a big deal and um, you know at the end of the day when you come home I'll just say from my own experience when I come home at the end of the day my husband already has lights programmed to a certain level that you know, I may be in the kitchen getting ready to feed the dogs or getting ready to cook dinner or whatever, and the lights are already on at a certain level. And so, for the most part, I don't even have to touch a light switch. But the good thing about most lighting control systems is, if I choose to, I can increase the the light level very easily with a touch of a touch of the switch there on the wall, or I can go to my phone and I can up or down the dim level. Um, turn on and off you know lights that may not be on that scene you know everybody's gonna be different so each scene is gonna vary and sometimes people might be living in their homes and realize you know I really want my lights to be brighter at this hour and that's a very easy thing for us to either go in and fix or sometimes in a lot of cases the homeowner can do it themselves
0: okay And you can tie all this into security systems too, right? Yes. I know security would apply to a business. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that going to include things like FOBs, key cards, all that kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. So that would be the electronic business lifestyle.
1: Yes yes exactly no and and it's interesting because um from an automation standpoint lights have a big deal or are, are a big deal in security yeah you know if you're sleeping in your bed and you hear somebody's breaking a window down below you know in your first floor you want to be able to very quickly turn on your lights make sure they know somebody's home and then also give yourself that light so that you can see what's happening Um, We have a lot of clients who prefer to have a keypad by their bed because for whatever reason, you know they don't want to go to their phone and try to do that in the middle of the night when there's an intruder. Um, So there's a a keypad that actually lives on their bedside table that they can very easily hit all on and every single light in the house comes on with that command. And obviously it's programmed that way. (laughs) Yes. Um, Another thing that is um, sort of a hidden security measure is automated shades you know most people when they think of shades they think of privacy which obviously can lend itself to security as well but um... if there's a shade drawn over a window and somebody's looking at that house and they want to break that window they don't know what's on the other side of that window so with a shade down like that they're probably gonna move on to another easier opportunity um, but secondly, if they did choose to break that window, going through the shade is not as easy as you might think, you know, especially if the shade is down uh, through blackout side channels or something right. like that. It's actually going to be another barrier that they have to break through in addition to the glass. So it's interesting. Most people don't consider automated shades from a security standpoint, but they sure do help.
0: No, that makes a lot of sense and things like uh, cameras and things like that how do those Mm -hmm. come into play with the security and like home security
1: yes and so your cameras um once again they're going to be different for everybody and every budget um there are some cameras that if you're in a completely black space as in the lights are out there's no ambient light there's no way you can see what's going on your camera may or may not be able to see, depending on the quality of your camera. Some cameras are going to see gray levels, basically, in that low light situation. Other cameras could tell you that that person has blue eyes and pink and green speckles on their shirt. Wow. You know, in a pitch, back, pitch black environment so it really kind of depends on the quality of the cameras but one of the cool things that we're finding is that people want eyes around their property you know so to speak so they may want five to sixteen cameras around the exterior of their property so they can see what's going on from a lot of different angles um, you can always go back and review footage and you can see where a car may have been casing your property for a couple of hours and then they finally pull up and then two people get out or whatever, and you can see the license plate on that car, you can see the color of that car, um, time and date stamped, you know, there's just all kinds of ways that cameras are playing into security these days.
0: Okay. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of options too. So, lots of options. Somebody's thinking about home security, they ought to give you a call and find out what those are. Sure,
1: absolutely. So,
0: for people that are interested, they want to do more home automation, home theater, Mm -hmm. home security, or business, Mm -hmm. all of those things for business as well. Uh, what's the best way for them to find you guys?
1: Sure. Well, of course, we have a website. It is devance.tv. Uh, that's D-E-V-A-N-C-E. Got it. Dot .tv, like television. And um, our phone number is 214-389-4985 and that is our office line which actually at this point in time rolls over to my cell and evenings and weekends because like I mentioned before I think I mentioned before we were talking earlier um, we like to be there for our clients and so although it's not a 911 emergency if your TV is not working we look at it as an emergency we want to be available so that our, our phone number that number I just gave we will roll over to my cell on evenings and weekends so that there's always somebody available to help if there's ever a situation that requires some assistance.
0: Okay, that's good to know. We'll make sure we link all of that stuff up in the show notes too so people can find you guys very easily. I feel like we could could talk about this for another hour and still not run out of things to discuss because Mm -hmm. I want to know more about 8K TVs and how those are coming along and everything else. But unfortunately, I know we've both got to get moving on to other things. And uh, we're about out of time. So yeah. Dana, thank you so much for coming on. We'll have you back
1: Absolutely. and we'll dive into
0: some of those other topics in the near future.
1: Very cool. All
0: right. Thank you very thanks. much. Good and to here. thanks to all of you for tuning into the Frisco podcast. We'll talk to you next time.